0: Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. 2-1
1: Edmonton here. Backstrom at center. Feroshi on a wing. He'll shoot. He scores! And there it is! Nick Backstrom with his 1,000th point on a prime assist on a T.J. Oshie power play goal. We're tied at two with 13.47 to go in the third. Congratulations to Nick Backstrom on 1,000 points in the National Hockey League. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby. On Caps Radio 24-7. Connor McDavid wins it in overtime for the Oilers. Nicholas Backstrom reaches 1,000 points. And Vancouver coming up tomorrow to wrap up the trip. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, March 10th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear the Faster Way into Capital One Arena. The Capitals pulled a point out of the fire last night with a goal from T.J. Oshie as time was about to expire, but surrendered a game-winning goal to Connor McDavid in overtime on a two-on-one, falling to the Edmonton Oilers by a 4-3 final. Would have liked to have had two, but the Capitals do now have points in four straight, Ben, and three out of four on the current Western Canadian road trip heading to Vancouver tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, this was a tough challenge last night. We knew that going in against a pretty hungry Edmonton Oilers bunch in the Capitals second half of back to backs was a challenging start to their trip, the two in a row in Calgary and Edmonton, and to come away with three out of a possible four points. Yeah, you want to get greedy when you tie it late in regulation and you go to overtime, you want to pick up that extra point, but at least to take three out of four. Pretty good from a Capitals perspective. We'll see now if they could close things out coming up tomorrow in Vancouver. But overall for the Caps, they also now have points in four in a row three oh and one over that stretch few themes continuing few common trends including the play of the second line backstrom mantha and oshi among the storylines. as the capitals uh, ultimately pick up one point in the standings
1: tj oshi had three goals back on october 25th in a game at ottawa but entering play last night only six goals all season his injury woes of course well-documented, but entering play last night against the Oilers, two goals in the third period, just his second multi-goal game of the season as the Capitals are finally starting to get healthier up front. And as that goes, Benny, it is awfully nice to see number 77 starting to round back into form. Yeah,
0: real nice. He looked real good last night. He's looked good a few games consecutively here, building some momentum, but he had the two goals last night in the third period, the game tying with just over a second remaining. And he had a number of looks too on the power play from the bumper position. He had quite a few open looks, some quality looks. So the power play work from TJ Oshie, get a healthy Nick Backstrom back on that power play unit. That's been trending in the right direction. But I think the biggest thing here, John, is if you look at that optimal top six all together, all in the lineup, seemingly all healthy. And again, you get that second trio back together the the more they play together, the more the chemistry builds, the more the timing builds, the more, you know, as as Peter has referenced, it's like they're jumping on a moving train, talking about Oshie Backstrom and and Mantha as they've all worked their way back from in-season injuries. But to have them all back now and all building some positive momentum, a very encouraging sign. And uh, last night, the latest example with TJ Oshie coming up with uh, with a big game production and uh, a lot to like from his game, certainly. Nick Backstrom became the
1: first player from the 2006 draft class last night and just the fifth player since 2007 to reach 1,000 points. Heard the clip off the top here. Joining Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Patrick Kane. Those are the only guys that have done it in the last 15 years. He scored his first goal in nine games early in the second period. That got him to 999. And then assisting on Oshie's first goal of the night, in the third period, it would have been nice if he could have teamed up with Alex Ovechkin. Ovechkin, of course, still looking to get to 757 to move into third all time by himself past Jager. But it was also nice, too, that he got his own moment last night 1,000 points for him when he rolled over the odometer. He was the guy standing there being celebrated.
0: He deserves all the attention, all the accolades that come his way. Nicholas Backstrom forever, it seems in the shadow of Alex Ovechkin, but certainly in that room around the organization, those who have known Nicholas Backstrom over the years, we've spoken to some of his former teammates over the past week on our broadcast and on Caps Game Day, the verbal bouquets that are tossed his way. One of the most respected teammates in that room and good for Nicholas Backstrom to get the accolades and the 1,000 career points here in a week where he and Ovechkin played a 1,000 games together as teammates, the ninth duo to reach that feat. And in a week when Alex Ovechkin ties Yarmir Yager the third most goals in NHL history, this is just another milestone. We're so spoiled to have been part and to have covered and to have followed this Ovechkin run with Nicholas Backstrom, the faces of the franchise, a tandem, a duo like this. I really hope folks can appreciate, you know, in midseason, in early March, you know, it's not playoff games, but what these two have accomplished throughout their NHL careers this week. Just the latest example of the company that they keep. It's just truly, truly impressive. Here's hoping there are many more memories and milestones still up ahead for both Backstrom and Ovechkin.
1: It was the back half of two games in two nights last night. Vitek Vanacek had rolled off three straight wins. Everything that is good and everything that isn't maybe as good for Elias Samsonov it was pretty well encapsulated last night in the game against the Oilers. He saw 20 shots in the first period. Some of that was self-inflicted from rebounds he allowed. Some because the Oilers spent a lot of time in the offensive zone and he made a lot of saves. He fought through. He didn't give up anything in the first period. Credit where credit's due. But then he allows a rebound in the second period. Costs him at a bad time. Cody CeCe takes advantage. And it's 2-1 in the second period, not making the save at the moment the Capitals needed him to. He had trouble making stops in big moments, but he made 36 saves on 40. He gives up the overtime winner to Connor McDavid. It's tough to say there's a lot of shame in that. It's just the inconsistency, Ben. There were things about his game you could say that were fine last night. There were things that you could say that weren't good enough last night. And it all adds up to, well... Pretty much the same story we've been talking about with him all year. It's maddening,
0: but it's the way it's been for him. I was going to say that the game last night, it's almost representative or symbolic of his season as a whole, right? In terms of flashes of really good other moments where you're left shaking your head a little bit, where he's scrambling and doesn't seem necessarily in control. The best way to describe it, and the word has been used so often by you and I, by the coaching staff, even by general manager, Brian McClellan, it's inconsistent. The game is inconsistent. The season on the whole has unfortunately been inconsistent. And at least right now for the capitals, You have Vitek Vanacek, who has shown himself very well when he's been available, when he's been in the starters net dating back to mid-January. That sample size is growing, and one would think we're going to see him again coming up tomorrow night against Vancouver. But fortunately for the Capitals, you have Vanacek playing very well, and he's the one who, at least of late, has shown that consistency that this team has really been yearning for when it comes to the goaltender position. So Samsonov, yes, he came up with highlight reel saves, and the volume is there, 37 saves total on a night when the Oilers were peppering him with shots, but at the same time, you're right that shot total inflated a little bit given the uh, rebounds that were left there and the unnecessary movement. You could say second chances that were provided to the Oilers from that inconsistent play from Samsonov.
1: So Vancouver, the opponent tomorrow, it is a tough task at the end of a tough week. The Canucks single digit points now out of a playoff spot. Obviously, playing a lot better since Bruce Boudreau got hired. If you're Washington and you get points in this game, Ben, you wake up this morning right now with a 13-point lead over the Columbus Blue Jackets. At one point, it was down to eight. The Jackets tonight play at the Islanders. They do have a couple of games in hand. But you get anything against Vancouver. And on this road trip, you do fairly well. They've already got three points out of four was starting to creep in that maybe Columbus might have a run in them, but I think the Capitals between the end of the homestand, Carolina-Seattle, and now the road trip with Calgary and even just getting a point in Edmonton, they didn't leave empty-handed. Any thought of them slipping enough to maybe open the door for a ninth-place Columbus team? I think it's probably gone anyway, but if it's not gone, any points in Vancouver would probably kill it off with 22 games to go.
0: Yeah, and if you look at a three-game road trip, if you had said before the road trip, you take four out of six in terms of points that are available to you, I'm sure they would sign up for that. Like I said, you want to get greedy. You want to take as many as possible, but four out of six on a Western Canadian road trip like that, I'm sure that's something they would certainly be satisfied with. And not only, John, do you potentially, without looking too far ahead, again, create more separation between yourselves and the Columbus Blue Jackets, Look, don't count out the possibility of upward mobility, still with north of 20 games remaining in the regular season. Capitals with the point last night in Edmonton, now within five of both the New York Rangers' And the Pittsburgh Penguins, Pens and Rangers having both fallen in regulation earlier in the week. It's maybe an opportunity as well. You do have some ground to make up still, but if you're the Capitals, you're probably more interested in looking at what's ahead of you in the standings as opposed to worrying about what's more than double digits behind you. So uh, here's hoping they could build off what's been a pretty successful four-game stretch here as, yes, they wrap up the roadie in Vancouver tomorrow night. It's the Capitals and the Vancouver Canucks tomorrow late nights from
1: British Columbia, 10 o'clock start, 9.45 airtime on 106.7 fan and Caps Radio 247, CapsRadio247.com. Ben, have yourself a great Thursday, will ya? Happy McNugget Minute Thursday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go!